This is the Dare to Dream Physician Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Waylee Gray. Hey, you know how many physicians today are feeling overwhelmed and trapped living that busy and unfulfilling life? Yet more than ever, we as physicians are keenly aware that life is precious and tomorrow is not guaranteed to anyone. My mission is to help physicians start living their best life now by discovering and achieving their wildest travel dreams. So come, join us on this journey. Welcome back. I'm excited to have Drew Schlotter, financial life planner and founder of On Point Financial Planning, join the Dare to Dream Physician podcast today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad that that you agreed to come. So Drew and I recently attended a transformative life planning workshop where we not only learned how to be a life planner, but we also went through the life planning process for ourselves. All the attendees did. And at the end of this workshop, this week-long workshop, when I posed the question, well, how can I convey life planning and what that is to physicians? Drew said, well, I know of a physician who recently went through life planning that I could interview. And I got really excited. I thought, oh, wow, he's going to give me the name of a physician who I could interview for my podcast and explain to everybody what life planning is about. <laughs> and, then, and then Drew said, well, that physician is you. <laughs> <laughs> I was no longer as excited because fear set in. I thought, oh, what am I going to say about this? But after thinking about it for a few minutes, I was very grateful that, that he came up with this suggestion and equally grateful that he agreed to do the interview. So here we are. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking that off the wall suggestion. To get us started, George Kinder, the father of life planning, defines life planning as the most efficient method of delivering freedom to an individual. So how would you describe what life planning is? Wow. Yeah. So that's part of the difficulty is life planning is an experiential process. And when we try to use words to describe it, I almost feel like it takes away from it. But I do have some observations that I made after our life planning workshop. One is that life planning allows for the client to discover what's most important to them. Most of us walk around and we just assume we know what's important to us. It's sort of obvious, right? But through the life planning process, we're creating space, a lot of space, more space than we ever imagined we needed for the client to explore what is the most important in your life. And as George says, that process is liberating. As I went through the process, it felt really good <laughs> to actually be able to voice what are the most important things to us? Sometimes it's the, the afterthought. For me, uh, family is, is very important. I have a husband and three kids and work because it is important for me to feel like I'm making a difference. 
I remember for me, as I was listing these things, I'm an only child and my, my parents live 12 hours away from us. One of the things that I didn't realize was important to me was to be there for my parents as they age, especially as they get older, or they, they encounter end of life issues. So that to me, that was an afterthought. But when I had the space to explore, I thought, wow, I didn't realize how important this was to me because I just had to assume that I want to be there for them. What if I couldn't take time off from work? I realized that that is a top priority for me. So I think just having that opportunity, dedicating the the space and the time to explore, that was very valuable. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that definitely. that's the the beginning of the life planning process, right? Is the exploration. I think after that, after we have a clearer view of what are the most important things to us, then the other part of life planning is allowing the client to be more authentic to their true goals. Because so now I know what's important to me, then I'm translating this to a goal and, and a plan especially as physicians, we're so used to living a prescribed life. Ever since we decided that we wanted to go to medical school, you have to take the pre-med classes, you have to take the MCAT, you have to apply for medical school. And then in medical school, there are a series of exams, there are three step exams, and then you have this application process to apply for residency and on and on and in-service training and then board certifications. The next step is very clear. This is what you got to do if you want to become a practicing physician. That's a long process, right? As you know. So over 10 years later, it's comfortable. Part of me appreciated that because I knew what I had to do. (laughs) That's the next check mark. But in that 10 plus year time where that's, you just have to do the next thing and the next thing, it's easy for physicians, it certainly happened to me, to lose a sense of who I am. And once we're done with the training, the next steps are are also quite clear. Well, you have to get a job or some people open a private practice. I'm employed through a hospital. So there are certain things. I got handed an ID badge. I got handed a login to the computer (laughs) and I have these RVU targets that I'm supposed to meet. So it's all very prescribed. Somewhere along the way, the true goals get lost. The next part in the life planning process is to let us translate the things that are most important to us into a vision of, well, this is what your day, week, year should look like. The nice thing is you have the space to dream of what that looks like. Most of us have known or heard of people that are encountering their mortality earlier than they expect, right? You know, whether it's the the cancer patients who at 40 years old get this cancer diagnosis that now they're not sure whether they can live to see their kids grow up, whether they have a month more to live or, or a few more years to live. As a physician and also in my own family, I see that nobody ever really wants to encounter their mortality, whether they're 40 years old or 70, 80 years old. George Kinder uses a series of questions, three questions. Really, they're the three most important questions that anyone could ever answer for their life. If you have 24 hours left to live, what could your life have been? What would you have missed in your life? Who did you not get to be? What did you miss doing? You can 
do this exercise on your own, but it's through the, the entire life planning process where it becomes not so much a an intellectual question, but more of a, a heart question. Not that I wish cancer on anybody, but sometimes I meet people who survive cancer and they just have this zest for life. You know, they, they know what they want in life. And, and I think, wow, I wish I had that. You know, I mean, they have this new energy and, and that's actually part of what life planning does without necessarily having to have these events happen to you. You can use the life planning process to get that, to really connect with the fact that really for all of us, tomorrow is not guaranteed. And we all know that, right? But we don't necessarily process that in, in a way that makes a difference in how we live our life. One of the things that became very clear to me during this process was family is very important to me. But when I'm being honest, I look at my schedule and if I look at how I prioritize my time, my energy, I, I am not really prioritizing my family. It's so easy, especially as a physician, I, I have to take time to take care of the urgent stuff every day. So going to work, seeing patients, answering patient messages, answering emails, and I'm tired at the end of the day. I get home late and I'm just beat. I see my kids running up to me and this is a terrible thing to admit, but the last thing I want to do is to, to hug them. I actually just want to lock myself in a room and, and be alone and, and just unwind. I think it's sad. It didn't hit me as hard until I did the life planning process that the urgent stuff is always going to, to, to look and feel urgent, but the important stuff if I don't dedicate time and energy to it, then it's never going to get done. I'm not going to read a book to my kids. And a month later, I didn't even read one book to my kids, even though that's important to me. So I think this is the, the value of the life planning process. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more, but this, you know, one last point that I would bring up is that life planning also allows the client to discover their own energy to execute the things that are most important to them, to execute their life goals and their passions. And ooh, this is so important. And this is where it is really in that experience, in that process, in going through one-on-one -on -one life planning. The first life planning workshop that I attended, I did the exercises. I listed the things that were important to me and, and my goals. And then I volunteered even though I usually wouldn't do this, but I thought, hey, I take a chance. What's the worst that can happen? I embarrass myself in front of 20 strangers. I volunteered to have the master life planner do the demonstration in front of the whole group using me as the, the client. And all of this was real. That's you know part of life planning is we have to be authentic. The life planner has to be authentic. The client has to be authentic. Life has to be authentic. Actually, it made it easier because I said, well, I just have to be me. <laughs> Within a few minutes of this process, the master life planner delivered my torch statement to me, which is basically painting a vision, a moment in time where all the things that I said are important to me are, are real. As he's saying this, I started crying. <laughs> I started crying in front of 20 strangers. And people who know me know that I'm, I'm not a super emotional person. I wasn't expecting to cry, but connecting with the heart level, and that's what energizes people.
after that experience, I really, I couldn't, I couldn't not change my life. As physicians, it's easy to just, everything's up in the head, everything's intellectual and cerebral, because that's what we do. We have all this medical knowledge. And, and yes, we have to be empathetic and compassionate, which I thought myself with those qualities and, and certainly that way with my patients. But if I have to be honest, I don't think I was that way with myself. Being a client for, for life planning really, really changed that for me. And, and so it helped me become aware of what, what are the things that are important to me. It helped me dream. Sometimes it's scared to dream because what if those dreams don't come true? We have to believe in the client's dreams. They know what the obstacles are. The most important thing is to have that energy to pursue the passions and the troubleshooting process. Going through life planning is the reason why I founded Dare to Dream Physician, because I believe that physicians are some of the most altruistic, capable, and hardworking group of people out there. And the reality is physicians are overwhelmed and burned out. The, the latest Medscape survey is uh, over 40% of physicians exhibit um, signs of burnout. My mission now is if I can connect physicians back to their passions, back to their why, then society will benefit immensely. Because I don't even know what everybody's dreams are, but if we can give them the space to discover their dreams and the energy to pursue their dreams, then the results are going to be unfathomable. That is my attempt at conveying what life planning can do. And I'm excited. Well, that's really awesome, Whaley. So if uh, a physician's out there and is listening to this and gets inspired and wants to see what it's all about, find out for themselves, go through the life planning process, where can they reach you? They can find me on my website, daretodreamphysician.com. That's also the same place where they can um, book a discovery call with me and see if pursuing the the one-on-one life planning uh, process is the right fit for them. And of course, subscribe to the Dare to Dream Physician podcast. Thank you so much, Drew, for being here and for posing this crazy idea of interviewing me for, for this podcast. I would love for you to also tell our listeners a little bit about what you do and where they can find you because you are a life planner and you're also a financial planner, which is a very rare breed. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. So I've been a financial planner for a few years now. And just recently I stepped out on my own. I've started Point Financial Planning. And my goal is to focus on financial life planning for physicians, helping physicians both with the life planning aspect and then also marry that with the financial planning aspect to bring the two together because so much of what financial planning should be is supporting that life plan. Um, mm, yes. So I, that's one of the things I really about love about your vision is really bringing that life planning aspect to physicians. So I've, I've got a very similar mission for On Point FP. And so people can find me at onpointfp.com. They can also find me on Facebook under on point FP and on LinkedIn on point FP 
as well. So I cover things like all of your traditional financial planning topics, retirement, investment, estate planning, income tax planning, but then also areas that most financial planners don't go into, like student loan management, student loan analysis, and then preparing to send your kids to college because for physicians, y'all are in college for so long that just about as soon as y'all are done paying off your student loans, you're getting ready to send your kids to college. So I've identified those as areas to to work with people on. Excellent. Wow. Well, we're definitely going to have to bring you back on the podcast and then talk about some of those topics because of course, when we think about pursuing our dreams, I think most physicians often think of money as one of the obstacles. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. If listeners have any questions or want to read up on some things, I do have a blog on my website and I'm open to topics. So if somebody has a question that they want to see an article on that's life planning or financial planning related, they can you know message me through my website and I will happily write articles and respond to all that on there. Excellent. So please take Drew up on that offer. I may send you a question. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for being on the podcast. And I look forward to collaborating more with you in the future. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for having me. This was fun. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend and go on your favorite podcast app to give us a five-star rating and a review. It really helps us to get the word out there. Also, I am really excited to announce I've started a online Facebook community for physicians. Go and search for Dare to Dream Physician Travel. That's the name of the Facebook group. If you have trouble finding us, the link is also in the show notes. I hope to see you on the inside.